Welcome to Boston in Stories and Numbers, an audio documentary series created by the audio producer Eloisa Barbosa in partnership with the Research Division of the Boston Planning and Development Agency, in which you will hear personal stories told by the City of Boston residents. Because before we build a better future for all, we need to imagine it. And stories are the first step in this imagination. I'm Phil Granberry, a demographer for the city of Boston, and I will be your host. This episode you're about to hear was produced by Eloisa Barbosa. Eloisa was inspired by the 2020 census data analyzed by the Boston Planning and Development Agency's Research Division. According to the data, Boston grew by 9.4% during the last decade. Hispanic or Latino residents increased by 16.9%. The largest Hispanic population in Boston are Dominicans, followed by Puerto Ricans, Salvadorans, Colombians, and Mexicans. In January of 2023, Eloisa then met Crisnel Peña, a 14-year-old Dominican resident of Roxbury. Hi, my name is Crisnell Peña. Crisnell is a freshman at the John D. O'Brien School for Mathematics and Science, a member of the journalism club at school, and she was about to turn 15 years old. As a matter of fact, Crisnell was three weeks from having her dream quinceanera party. Three weeks before my quinceanera, Eloisa, this audio producer lady, had approached my journalism club at school and played us some stories of teenagers reporting about their days and their lives and asked if we were interested in doing something similar. I thought the idea was really cool since I never really record myself doing anything at all. Eloisa then gave Chrisnell a small recorder. For three weeks, Chrisnell collected audio inside her home, walking around the neighborhood, interacting with her classmates, and of course, planning the magical celebration of her quinceanera. It was really fun for me because I was able to notice the small parts about my day that I usually wouldn't think too much of. I recorded things of me talking to my friends and things involving my quinceanera party, which was really fun for me because I was able to document everything. My mom didn't have a quinceanera, nor did my sister, since COVID hit when she turned 15. So I wanted to do this for all of us so we could experience it together. This is a beautiful audio diary. This story really can transport you to imagine a life that many in the city of Boston know little about. I hope you have a great journey inside of this episode, My Quinceanera. I will see you at the end. I hope you enjoy everything I recorded because I had a lot of fun recording it. Usually the last one to leave the house, so I have to turn off all the lights before I go. January 31st and it's 7.14 and I'm walking to school. It's snowing outside and I don't really wear a hat ever 
when I'm walking to school or going out at all because I'm worried that it'll mess up my hair so all the snow is just tickling my face we live in an apartment in Roxbury on the second floor it, like right by a very busy street so and we can hear everything most of the time like if someone's walking by the street and they're talking we can hear that if a car is zooming by real fast we can hear that as you heard me saying i live in roxbury Roxbury is a neighborhood of Boston in which 46% of its population is African-American and 28.5% are Hispanics, just like me. And I skipped track, yeah, but I still finished my homework so late. Geometry more than algebra. I feel like, so, I feel like yeah. geometry is easy. People may it seem like it was hard. I know but it's everyone's easy. saying, oh, geometry is hard. No, That's why I like geometry because, like, for me, everything clicks. Like last year, this time, this year, I was crying over my math homework. But like this entire year, I've never cried over my math homework. Yeah. I think once you understand what it's like, it's yeah. easy. So, I'm going to take attendance. We have Brandon, yeah. Jeffrey, Freddie, Nia, Nia, here, Crystal, Diamond. So, you will be gone for most of the day. You'll be back for sixth period, and they will give you lunch. So, they'll be serving lunch there. Yes? Uh, do you know what food they're giving us? I don't know. <laughs> I heard yeah. it's like a wrap or something. It's really good, but I don't know. Guys, this is still class, okay? So let's finish up our sickle cell lesson. High school is really weird because <laughs> it's just a bunch of young kids who are like growing up, and obviously that's just gonna come with a bunch of conflict and like trying to juggle with that while also focusing on your schoolwork, especially at a school where um, the workload is a lot larger than most schools in Boston. It can be really stressful. Did you ever watch Once Upon a Time? Yes! Yes, bro! <laughs> Bro, I could not finish the last season. I didn't finish it. I, I couldn't finish it. But it was but good from it what was I watched. Good. <laughs> when I, from what I watched, it was real, real good. You remember when Captain Hook, when they went to like the Peter Pan land or whatever, and then we found out Peter Pan was the villain? I was like, wow. I enjoy talking about books that we've read in class, things we've learned about. I enjoy stating my opinions on things. <laughs> like, it's really fun to me. Yeah, 
and then they try to make him seem like oh so good but no he wasn't he's so, a weirdo bro you know what makes it even worse is that bell she's so young and then he's old the whole bro i forgot that he had a little thing with bell and the, they got married they or something assemble she had a young Like, as I get older, I know the work is gonna get harder. It's gonna be more to like deal with. So I'm mainly worried about make, like maintaining the work ethic I have because I don't want to burn out by the time I'm in junior year and then I regret. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I know it's not right to think that way, but I got a tuition to pay soon. I gotta do what I gotta do. Taxes. I, I don't even understand taxes. Me either. I don't want to understand. I want to like taxes. It's like don't explain to me. I don't. I don't, don't want to know. Taxes. I don't want to know. I don't taxes. want. I'm gonna make my sister do it. She's good with that type of stuff. I'm gonna make her do it. Cause I don't even know. Cause my mom. I don't know if she's gonna be able to like. My mom. She cleans houses and she also, um, as of right now, she works at this hotel where she, does, she doesn't really do much at that job because she's pregnant. So she mainly just like um, changes the food for the guests and like refills the water, that type of thing. But um, on her own, she like cleans houses for people. Um, we moved around a lot when I was younger. My, my mom's life wasn't really stable, like, at all. Like, there were issues with um, family and her, like, finding her feet in a new country where she doesn't speak the language, doesn't have many resources, with two young daughters. So we would move from, like, apartment to apartment, town to town. And by the time we reached, like, seven, she was finding, like, stable. She was like settled into the country, like she knew what she was doing. So we've been able to like settle here for a while. Um, being first generation, we don't have a lot of money, obviously. So I mainly, I'm relying on school and education and making sure I get good grades to like have enough opportunities as possible for like when I graduate. My mom never, she's never made it a point to force me and my sister saying, oh, you have to go to college. We just decided that we want to ourselves because I want to be able to get a job where so she won't have to work late hours and not get enough sleep. Like I want to be able to provide for her so she doesn't stress while she's older. February 1st and I just finished doing my hair and putting on some makeup for school. Doing my hair usually takes the longest when I'm getting ready because I don't really know how to do my hair but it usually involves a lot of gel. 
club today. That was my sister. We don't really talk in the morning because it's early. I didn't realize, like I've been living here for so long, but I don't really pay attention to what the buildings and what they are. Like this old building here, it's been here forever, but I still have no clue what it is. Recently, I've been noticing there's been a lot of construction in Roxbury. I'm comfortable here. I know where things are. Like, I'm able to walk without, like, being scared. Like, I like the area. Um, I don't like the fact that I live so close to the school because school ends at 1.45 and then I get home really quick because I live nearby so I'm already home by like 2. That's the only bit that I don't like. Dream. It's a, it's a play. Oh. It's a Shakespeare play. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did you Shakespeare? Shakespeare? Abby and ELA stuttering oh, like, like, now, where, now, where, now, why, now, Sean's, Sean's. Anyway, I gave you the offer. Bro, I can't get over the fact that Romeo Pearl asked where you You want to introduce yourself? I'm a 14-year-old, no, I'm not 14 years old. I'm a 15-year-old boy. I go to school. I'm slightly depressed, but that's okay. That is all. I'm 14 years old. My name's Gabby. What's your favorite thing about OB? Engineering class. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not even banned. It's biomed class. Yeah. There's a mosque right there. Usually around the same time every day, they'll play a prayer and it's really loud. So like from my apartment, I can hear it. So if I hear it, I know what time it is usually. It's three, because they do it at the same time every day. And I usually don't notice it, but I had a friend over recently and they were like, what's that? And I was like, what's what? And they're like, that sound. And I was like, oh, because I've been here so long that I've learned to drown it out. <laughs> My mom 
gets home from work around this time and my sister she's probably out with her friends and she'll get home at like six so i have the house to myself for a little bit yeah i really appreciate my mom because we don't come from a lot of money but like I've never felt like I was missing anything. Like, I knew the quinceanera was expensive, but she found a way to give me the party that I wanted. Hello. It's February 7th, and it's 11.10 o'clock at night. And I'm about to go to sleep soon. Um, my quinceanera is in 11 days, and I'm very stressed. I think I'm mainly worried about the dances that I have to do in the beginning, because it's kind of like a surprise dance, and then after that, there's like a ceremony where, like, I guess you could call it a ceremony, where... I like switch my flats to heels to like represent them but I'm like a woman I guess and then like I'll do you do like a dance like either a father daughter dance or a mother daughter dance so I think I'm just mainly stressed about that um I'm trying on my dress this Friday and I'm really scared because if I don't like it, then I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> but I think I'll be fine and I'm just being paranoid. Y'all find your dresses? Yay! Well, I can show you if you want, but... Okay, because everyone keeps coming up to me and they're like, Kristen, I don't know what to wear. Exactly. Can you just find me something, please? What? Like, they're asking me to find them a dress because they don't know what to wear. I don't want to show you because then I will spoil what. The dress? I don't have a picture of it because I bought it off Macy's. Mm -hmm. I bought it in person. Not you spent 120 dirt. That's crazy. I didn't. My mom did. <laughs> you spent 120. My mom did. She was like, honestly. You going to wear it again? Are you wearing heels? Yeah. I'm wearing yeah. black heels. I got to find him. I don't know. Mine are gonna be stopped. Okay. You gonna be fancy? Yeah. But like, I don't. I never worn heels like that. Usually, when my birthday is coming up, I can like feel the excitement because I know I'm gonna be getting gifts. But with my quince, I feel like the stress of like planning the party is kind of making me forget that it's gonna be my birthday. So Bro, I can't wait for this Ginza thing to be over. I'm sorry. I it's feel like so stressful. More excited than you. Bro, everyone's you coming up to me, they're like, Chris now your thing's in two weeks. Da -da -da. And I'm just like, yeah. Is that I next Friday? Yes, bro. It's so There's soon. No more dress. You still haven't got your dress? You gotta get it together, come on now. I told you to help me find a dress. Alright, let's do it right now. Like, it gotta be like a midi dress or whatever. Okay, okay, midi dress. Okay. Alright. Also, I would recommend that you look on the plus size. <laughs> do you like floral stuff? Sure. Do you like long sleeves? Are you okay with long sleeves? It's gonna be hot. 
promise you that. Okay, so short sleeve. Gotcha. Bro, I got so mad because when I was looking for my Kinsai dress, like the one my mom initially sent me, it was so cute, but they only had sizes zero through three. And I was like, bro, how are you gonna sell dresses and then you only have sizes zero through three? Did your mom ever do the thing where she was like, oh, you can either get a car or a quince? No, mom doesn't do that. Bro. She doesn't want me to get a car. My mom, she was like, okay, do you want a car or a quinceanera? And I was like, if I say car, I'm not getting that until I'm 18. So might as well get the quinceanera because... I mean, if they have the money saved up for like the party and stuff, because you know it's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It's like, you could be like, you got the money saved up? Buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a car. But oh, no. Oh, I don't like parties, bro. No? No. You don't want no kind of party at all? No. None? Give me the money, cash out. Boston <laughs> <laughs> is mad loud. Boston? Yes, bro. Dorchester's loud. Why do I hear my neighbors? I live in the first floor when I live in the third floor. That's what I'm saying, bro. They're always arguing. I'll, I'll be doing my homework and then all of a sudden my downstairs neighbors are playing Summer Walker mad loud. I'm like, bro, I understand you're going through a heartbreak, but you can't like turn down the volume a little bit. Bro, I feel like you'll have one conversation with a Latino and then they'll tell you their, their whole life story. And they're just sitting there like... They'll be on the phone and then you're sitting next to me like, hola. No, aquí hablando con el teléfono con mi mamá porque mi hija... What? I didn't ask you about your daughter, nor your mom. <laughs> okay. Bro. There was a lady on the bus the other day. She was yelling at her daughter, bro. The thing she was saying, she was like, Mira, como tú te gobiernas, sal de la casa. Vete. I was like, bro. And then she actually calls Fulanita. She's like, Mira, que Fulanita quiere salir de la casa. Keep an eye on her. Si sale, me deja saber. Nah, bro, that, bro, I'll be hearing the lunch lady's entire conversations on the phone while she's like closing up the cafeteria during last period. Mm -hmm. I know her whole life story by now. <laughs> I'm glad I'm Dominican though. It's very nice. It's very nice. I feel bad for whoever it wasn't. <laughs> you don't get to enjoy the family drama. Mm -hmm. Like I do. The dramatics. I don't know why, but I feel like every Dominican family has some sort of unresolved family issue that's been going on for mad long. Literally. That's just been lingering over people. My grandma be telling me about this, and I'm like, what? Like, why did I, that's why I haven't seen my cousin since I was seven? Bro, she be like, si, tu no sabia. I'm like, no, y'all don't tell me nothing. Bro. I'm just now getting to that age where y'all can trust me with things. Bro. Let me turn this off. I'm Latina, um, I'm Dominican. Um, racially, I'm not sure what I am exactly. I try not to think about it because um, I'm not white, I'm not black, but at the same time, I'm, I don't know like if I'm indigenous at all. So I don't try to like say I'm anything, I just say I'm Latina because I feel like that's a good enough answer because people get the idea of like my cultural background and my ethnicity and all that.
first we have to find the hall because without the hall there is no party to have. And then after that, my mom began like looking for people who would make the desserts, the food. Um, what my mom had done is that she um, she cooked some of the food herself, and then she would have some of her friends like cook other food. So then there was like variety, and then she wouldn't have to cook everything. And then the dress. <laughs> the dress is like was the most stressful part. I feel like finding a place that like has dresses that are reasonably priced, but. Um, my mom, she would, like the days she would get home from work, she'd spend hours on her phone, like looking for a dress that I liked and that fit me. Um, and she had gotten lucky because um, she had saw a woman selling a brand new dress, like, like still having the packaging, the same color, my size, the designs I wanted. It was exactly how I wanted. And then my mom, she started getting emotional, tearing up. But I felt kind of bad because um, the dress was originally like the woman's daughter's because she was supposed to have a quinceanera, but her quinceanera was like right when COVID hit. So she couldn't, they could never use the dress. So, so when I was trying on the dress, I felt bad because she was watching me try on the dress. And I was happy, but at the same time, I couldn't fully be happy because I couldn't imagine being so excited and having everything planned and then just having to cancel it all last minute and then watching someone else wear your dress. So I felt really bad. supposed to be doing the laundry yes <laughs> today is the day before my quinceanera and i'm really excited i hope everything goes over well and i just hope things turn out well for everyone today today is february 17th <laughs> no 16th day before to two songs oh my god i'm trying to think of how everything's gonna go tomorrow so i can like prepare myself so I'm gonna enter with Belle, and then we're gonna dance to two songs, and then I'm gonna dance with my mom. And we're gonna do the part where I change my flats to heels, and then after that, I'm done, I'm pretty sure. I think she's gonna cry. I haven't been feeling as much excitement as I thought I would. But I'm hoping that's just because of the stress and it doesn't like continue throughout the party. Because if not, that would really suck. But I don't know. My friends had got me flowers. Pink, purple. Yeah, just pink and purple. The card they had got me is blue and it has butterflies on it. It says... Happy birthday, Kristinelle. I hope you have the best birthday ever. You are the sweetest, most genuine person I've ever met. I hope you never lose that. I love you so much. Happy 15. With a little heart at the end.
my sister. My sister, she's more of a outside person than I am. She's gonna graduate next year. Mom's really emotional about that because she's worried about her going out of state for college and she wants her to stay home. It's the day of the quince and it's 6.32 and I'm just waiting for someone to pick me up and it's making me really anxious because I kind of just want to leave because I'm just in the house alone but it's kind of weird because I don't have my dress on yet so I just have all the jewelry and my makeup and hair done but then I'm wearing like bummy clothes so it kind of doesn't match but it's okay did you know that 5.6 of Boston's population is from the Dominican Republic? Besides Dominicans, there are plenty of other Hispanic nationalities living in Boston today. Meaning there's plenty of other girls planning and dreaming of their quinceanera party just like me. This means a lot of jobs and a lot of money goes into the city's economy. Having a quinceanera was weird for me because I'm not a very open person when it's not some people I'm close with. So having a party where I'm the center of the attention was really uncomfortable for me. But I still decided to do it because I knew there were so many girls who wanted to have one so badly but didn't have, never got the chance to, whether it be for money problems or circumstances like COVID. So I felt like if I had the chance, I should do it because it's such a big deal for so many people in like, in our culture. But I'm glad that I did it because I was, I was uncomfortable for the majority of the time leading up to it. But when I was there, I was happy that I did it. <laughs> It is 11.46 p.m. We are supposed to be getting ready for bed. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Nina. Um, I'm in 11th grade. Yeah, at the John D. O'Brien. Yeah. 
Okay, what? How do you feel now that your baby sister is the big one five? How do you feel? No, because I feel like that's a valid question because I'm grown now, basically. You're not grown, but... The big one five. Yes, the big one five, but you're not grown. You're still young. Okay, but how do you feel? It's cool, I guess. Like, wow, you're a freshman. I know. You're, like, in high school. Like, it's weird. Why is it weird? Because I'm about to graduate. You're about to be out of here. I am. Okay, now I'm going to interview you. How do you feel that I'm about to be 17? No disrespect, but, like, you're still, like, 12 in my head. So I'll be forgetting that you're about to be grown. And then you'd be reminding me sometimes. Not like, but you would just do something and I'm like, oh my god, you're not 12. Duh. <laughs> I know, but I'd be forgetting. Wow. Did If you could have a quince, would you? Like, if you were 15 right now, would you have a quince? Would I have the same friends? It's a hypothetical. It could be whatever you want. If it's 15-year-old me... Now is it actually 15? Then no. But if it's 15 me now, then yeah. Why? Because my friends before, they didn't they didn't go outside or nothing. And they were kind of like inside people. They're not party people. They probably wouldn't have shown up. Next. You should do a 17. Law Smith. Why? That's nuts. How is that nuts? I'm not doing that. Why? I don't wanna. But you just said if you could have a feet 15, you would. Yeah, but that's different because it has like more significant meaning in the culture because it's 15. But you can make it have meaning. Meaning. No, I don't <laughs> want that. I don't want it. That's 17's a weird number. No, it's not. I'd get it if it was like 18 or 16, but no. Are you ready to pay taxes? You're gonna pay taxes. You're about to piss me off. (laughs) Why? You don't want to think about taxes. (laughs) Good morning. It's March 1st, meaning I've been 15 for 11 days, and I'm feeling really grown up right now. (laughs) I think my friends and family are tired of me because I keep reminding them every five minutes that I'm 15, but I feel like I have to because it's a big deal. I feel like a grown up now. My quinceanera didn't go exactly as planned. It was a lot more stressful than I would have hoped, but that's okay. I still had fun. There was issues with setting up on time and all that, but I think we did the best with what we had. I feel like I had lots of fun. The cake was really good. My friends came, which was nice. Their presents they got me were really nice. They gave me blankets and candy. 
and Aquaphor because I always put on Aquaphor so I guess they like noticed. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just glad that stress is over. And now I can just like enjoy being 15, I guess. I'm walking to school right now and it's weird because we've been living in this neighborhood since I was in the first grade and now I'm in the ninth and I usually don't think about it too much when doing this project I like paid more attention to those kind of things like the sound the coat makes when I put it on or like the zipping of my bag or like when I drop something on the ground what it sounds like like I usually don't pay any attention to that but when I was recording it made me like focus in on that so now like when I'm um, like have, having a normal day I'll think about random sounds like I'll pay more attention to those sounds I don't think I want to go out of state for college because there's a lot of good schools in Boston and I feel like if I don't take advantage of that that'd be a little stupid of me and not, I, to add I don't really know about much other school much schools outside of Boston so I think I'm just gonna stick to what I know and like stay here I can't imagine myself like living in another place besides Boston Boston is a big city, but it feels really small sometimes. Like in Boston, there's a lot of things to do since it's like a city with a lot of tourist things. And like, it's really easy to get around because of the train. So I really like going to the movies, downtown. And like, if we want to go out on the weekend, downtown is like the designated spot. Like that's where everyone is on the weekend. bit harder and that's why I decided to do it because my strong suit is mainly like this is the prompt this is what you have to answer like answering a question but journalism is mainly just talking about a topic which I decided would like be good to get out of my comfort zone and try to like broaden like my skills I guess <laughs> but I'm still working on it but I think I'll get there I know I want to do something in the medical field I'm debating on whether being I want to be a nurse or a doctor because I want to be a doctor but I'm really scared because it seems like a very stressful job so a nurse seems like a similar thing but like kind of not as stressful maybe but maybe I'm just saying that because I've never been a nurse <laughs> maybe I'll forget about it and then once I'm 18 I'll listen back and I'll be like oh my god I remember I did feel like that Hi folks, Phil again here. This story made me look at some numbers that we have about the city of Boston and its residents. As for the latest American Community Survey, 
There are approximately 5,445 maids and housekeeping cleaners living in Boston. 46.7% of these maids and house cleaners are Latino and 77.6% are female. Racially, Dominicans are a very diverse group. 12.9% identify as black, 17.2% as white, but 40.2% are identified as some other race, and 29.3% identify as having two or more races. This shows the great complexity of people's racial identity. It was a pleasure to host this episode, and thanks for listening. This audio diary was produced and edited by Eloisa Barbosa. Audio was captured by Chris Nell Pena. Music, score, and sound designed by Paolo Pinheiro. Many thanks to the whole team of the research division, and in particular to the director, Alvaro Lima. Many thanks to Olivia Arnold and Colleen Martin from Boston 826 Writers Room at the John D. O'Brien School for your amazing support. The Boston and Stories and Numbers was supported and made possible through the Boston Arts and Residency Program of the Mayor's Office of Arts and Culture. Please, if you like this episode, tell your friends and family and neighbors about it. I'm Phil Granberry, and I hope we meet again soon. Okay. I think I gave you a lot of editing to do. (laughs) 